take 16. <laughs> take two. Take two. Take two. Welcome. Welcome to the 2x2 two two Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And we are from Burlington Baptist Churches, and we are brought to you today by a plethora. A plethora. I like it. It's from Three Amigos. Well, I mean, the word's not, I mean, that's not where it originated, but. Yeah. Three Amigos. Yeah. Yeah, the plethora of Benyadas. The plethora. We have a plethora of sponsors. We uh, did. Did we say from Burlington Baptist Church? I think we did. We did. Okay. When you do it multiple times, you, you forget yeah, in between. We, yeah. <laughs> but we are brought to you today, like always, for, we are brought to you today, like always, by CrossFit Northern Kentucky, our friends over there, Andrew, Kendra, Mike, and Jen, and all of the people who are in our CrossFit community over there. Yes. Lots of churches represented. Have we talked about that? A lot of churches represented in our CrossFit community, which I is didn't pretty know cool. That. Yep. And by our friends at Kentucky, Kentucky Olive. Olive. Purveyors of fine balsamic and balls and balsamic. Yep, you did yeah. pretty good. It was almost three weeks in a row. Well, you know, Tom wasn't here yesterday. Yeah, or Sunday. It threw so, you off. Yeah, it threw me off a little bit. So, and by our newest sponsor, Steak and Shake. Brother Michael's Steak and Shake. Did we get approval for that? Nope. We're doing well, it anyway. But he, we did I mean, have lunch. We had did. Steak and Shake for lunch. It was really good. Yeah. He he brought us Steak and Steak Steak and Shake for lunch. And uh, Tina has been moved off the newest sponsor list. Hey, can, I, can I tell him first what Brother Michael calls Danny? Yeah. He calls him Skinny Jean. Danny Boy Skinny Pants. Danny Boy Skinny Pants. Yes. That's pretty funny. Which is good because I call him Brother Michael Steak and Shake. So we've got now, we've got a thing. Yeah. That's you know pretty cool. I mean? Yeah. That's pretty cool. And we've been trying to maybe think about whether that's a blessing to have a connection with Steak and Shake. And we've decided it is a blessing except for... It's not a blessing for our waistlines necessarily. Waistlines. Yeah. And, yeah. and by Tattoo Tina. Tattoo Tina. Yes. Don't, yeah. don't forget. Don't forget Tattoo Tina. the most, in my opinion, <laughs> no offense to the rest, but the most important sponsor. Yeah. And if you're in Tattoo Tina's in the next little bit, uh, take note of her new exit lights. Yes. Her new illuminated exit, exit lights. lights. Yes. Hardwired. And thank you, thank you. And I don't know if he watched this. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. But uh, Scott Rasenfoss, who came over, Rasenfoss, who came over to uh, help us out last night, he helped out a lot. It's difficult. It's something that I thought I could do pretty quickly. But then you realize you cut the power and you got no light. Oh. It's like, oh, it's a little more difficult when you do it this way. So uh, he helped out. It was awesome. And we about uh, got everything wrapped up, knocked out. Uh, she's been in there working. So we had to illuminate the exit lights which wasn't as easy as just kind of plugging them in it's probably good to have illumination when she's drawing on you yeah well she has it but when i cut the power to wire the lights in we we didn't have it i got you yeah it's not the newest you. building either so well, i pretty much you, killed the whole panel just to make sure i didn't get shocked i'm glad you cut that power before you yeah my brother's an electrician uh my big tall brother my middle brother yeah and uh he works on it hot all the time and i'm like not this guy dude not this guy danny is smarter than some give credit to. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just learned behavior. That's pretty good. Yeah. You, know, you get yeah. shocked a couple of times. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to cut the powder. I'm not going to yeah. mess with that anymore. Yeah. But uh, other than that, what is, uh, what's going on? Lots of good stuff. Yeah. We had a good outside service on Sunday. That was a lot of fun. The Lord, the Lord was so kind to us and uh, it didn't rain until everybody kind of got under the tent. Yep. Well, that second song, I think. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's, it's raining out here. Yeah, and then uh, it, it it rained pretty hard there. Yeah, during the service, which you know we we was under the tent, 
and then it stopped uh, before the service got done and uh, turned out to be worked out great in it. Yes, it did. It was no, it was awesome. And that, you know that rain. So we played a little bit of music afterwards, and I thought that rain probably kept it from getting so sweltering hot in there that we yeah. melted down, or you melted down when you're up there talking. Yeah, it was and, pretty warm. And hardly anybody left the service uh, while I was preaching. I think it was because it was pouring down. <laughs> Rain. Safely. Nobody got up and walked out like <laughs> usual. No, that's not true. Well, yeah. some people do, I guess, but they got to. And uh, we had a great week last week of uh, Gospel to Every Home, about yep. 930 doors. And uh, and then we had Bible school kicked off last night and uh, got it again tonight through Thursday night. And so, uh, man, it's just a good week. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, you know, we looked at, we're talking about the calendar and having things, you know, to, to kind of promote. And uh, we're talking about doing another glow stick, Jammy Jam, for Jesus and the praise team. And we're looking, and we looked at the calendar. I was like, man, July is busy around here, which is great. I mean, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. It's a really good problem to have. I did want to address the fact that last week it was brought to my attention by my buddy Jonathan, uh, another pastor here at church's mother, that it kind of looked like I didn't have pants on last week. <laughs> I had khaki shorts and I had a longer button up shirt from the angle of a thing. I promise you, was absolutely wearing pants. We we've made adjustments to the <laughs> angle of our uh, cameras now. And I had shorts; they were khaki. They were kind of the same color as my leg. And, uh, it's and a, I mean, I don't get embarrassed much, but it's it's like fractionally embarrassing because yeah. the one picture Jonathan's mom took, like she screenshot it and sent it to me. It looks like I don't. I'm just sitting yeah. there in a shirt and some underpants. Yeah, so it's weird. We want our sponsors and our. Uh, watch viewers to know that we wear clothes all essential clothes yeah on. this is not like those zoom meetings where people will put the tie and stuff on and then not have any pants on well, i had pants on yeah he did he did so uh, yeah. if if anybody thought otherwise we want to correct that for the record yes and then, uh, should i pray now <laughs> <laughs> lord thank you that we can uh, have a little bit of fun on here and uh, talk about your word and we pray that it's an encouragement for someone and uh, thank you for your word and uh, even this week for us being able to have a an outside service and uh just thank you for the the weather that worked out so well and uh your word lord your word is is sharp sometimes and uh lord i know this week for me just uh, a good reminder to to be kind and gentle and gracious uh and and, and to work to rightly divide your word and uh, we want to do that on here and so help us and uh, we pray your spirit would would be our guide and we pray in jesus name amen amen so before we get into this, uh, this, your sermon, which is again, I thought was awesome. Thank you. I, you know, I hope he would say that on on live. But uh, well, if it's, well, you. if it's stinky, I'll tell you offline, and then yeah, he, and then I would like he, I would sugarcoat it on here, but I would tell you offline. Yeah, but no, it was it was really good. I mean, it's you, I mean, it's probably hard to have a bad sermon when you preach expository. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just opening the word, right? I mean, and I'm not picking on that style or saying it's better than others, but I'm just yeah. saying, you know, you're opening the word and you're trying to just, just explain what's going on in there. But the way that you applied it was pretty good. Pretty, not pretty good. It was, real, it was really good. Well, I, you know, I some people said some things and I'm like, well, I, you know, I just really basically said what Paul said. Uh, I mean, he is, it didn't take a lot of explaining. Right. Uh, but I thought to me, it was good to me to be reminded that, uh, you know, we, we want to sometimes argue, uh, win an argument, and yet Paul, I think, had learned, you know, more important than winning an argument is is uh, to 
for God to use you to, to bring the person to repentance. Right. And uh, I'd rather win a soul than to win an argument. And, and sometimes the flesh wants to win the argument. That's and, me. Right. Yeah. I want to win. Yeah. I'm super yeah. competitive. I want to win. We get in an argument. I want, you know, so, and that's one of the things about like my apologetics classes I've had to learn is like, hey, yeah. This, this might be a, you know, slow and steady might, is going to win the race on this. And you're not going to beat yeah. somebody over the head with what you can see. And again, what I believe is truth, which I believe is b- biblical truth, right? Yeah. My worldview is the Bible is, is 100%. It's God's word. It's truth. Right. Right. So, I, you know, you're not going to win to somebody who doesn't feel that way that you're talking to. If you just beat them over the head with what you consider to be truth, right? So you have to, you have to do it this way. You have to do this way. Well, one of the things I thought that was important that you talked about that we have discussed in many classes that I've had over the past three or four years, you know, through the, my, the course of getting my degrees was how do you provide a culturally relevant message without watering down the gospel, which is what kind of Paul's talking to Timothy about, don't you think? I mean, you mentioned that on, and we spent an absorbent amount of time on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's, it becomes more and more difficult, as we've talked about, because uh, people are very, uh, they, they're looking for a reason to be offended. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so you, you've got to, first of all, make sure you know that you're primarily trying to uh, please God. Mm-hmm. And so, verse fifteen, the, the approval of God. Be, be diligent to, 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 to basically stand before God as someone approved, yep. and uh, and so we we want to rightly divide His word, and sometimes that's very offensive. Even some of this is offensive to me in the sense not not offensive, but it hurts your feelings because it right. sometimes I've not been gentle, and sometimes I've, yep. you know what, and I think. Paul's right that sometimes as you get a little bit older, you realize I, I don't have to argue about every little thing. Right. Uh, there's lots of things to argue about in that the enemy would love for us to get sidetracked with every little thing that comes up. And uh, especially, you know, in the last couple years yeah. with COVID and vaccines and masks and you, I mean, there, there's, there's something new to argue about every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you can get so distracted with the side stuff that you, Neglect the the gospel and ministry, loving one another, encouraging one another, serving one another. You can forget some of the things that God tells you to do and get sidetracked with side items. And so, I think it was a good reminder to me and, and even the church that uh, we got to avoid foolish controversies right. and, and uh, make sure we don't neglect the main things. And uh, I know, I know. So I'm going to the Southern Baptist Convention next week, and there's lots of issues that have come up and and uh just it can get us so distracted from the great commission right and the enemy loves that mm-hmm. and uh we're foolish enough to get sidetracked so easily so you know you, you talked about all these things that come up and and everything seems to be on people's level nine right they're looking to be they're looking to be offended like you said so you can kind of see nowadays where, where this is such a good message to the, the modern day church it, you know you or i get emails from uh, sbc and, and kbc and and all sorts of these other kind of things that that we get emails with where we see a church that's decided to let something that w- that we think theologically is incorrect kind of come into their church because it seems culturally relevant okay Do, you, you, yeah. you understand what i mean how is that happening? Yeah. Well, we 
we're 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 too easy to be ready to fight. And right. then we we have things like social media, right? That just allows everybody to put their opinion out there, right? And then uh, make accusations, and 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 so <clears throat> it's it's a bunch of silliness, it really, is. a lot of times, right. and sinfulness even. I mean, because mm-hmm. you know, to to not be kind and to uh, to have these useless debates, uh, <sighs> avoid irreverent and empty speech, right? Uh, that would engage it and produce even more godlessness. It's like gangrene. It just spreads. Well, I'll do you one I'll do you one different, right? You you've got you've got so many various extremes. You have a you have a church that's that's allowing things to happen that that we would say are sinful, right? Yeah. Then you've got the exact opposite extreme of you've got like the Westboro Baptist Church who says we hate everyone that's not Yeah. That is not an accurate representation of what of what Paul's telling Timothy, right? Oh no. no. At all. It's it's basically the two extremes of what he's telling you. He's telling yeah. you love one another. Yeah. He's telling you don't don't speak on things that aren't important. Right. Don't let cultural things that aren't um, that don't equate to what Jesus says in the gospel into the yeah into your messages. Yeah. And and to understand that you're going to stand before God, and no matter what no matter what you stand in front of here on earth it's not going to be the same that's the most important thing yeah yeah so uh paul often had confronted false teaching yes and so aggressively yeah so we would (laughs) we would uh be negligent to read into this passage you know we're not supposed to argue about that kind of stuff right i mean if it was a gospel issue he would address it uh but there are a lot of other things that aren't necessarily gospel issues yes they're secondary way further down the road uh, and he would just I think he's telling Timothy listen there's going to be a lot of stuff don't have to make an issue over everything you, you can disagree with you know what songs we're going to sing yeah. And, yeah, I mean we could think of a hundred examples in the Navy we called those tertiary events yeah yeah. I was yeah. trying to think of that word but that's right yeah, yeah. lower than secondary yes. tertiary right yeah. and right. so uh, we don't have to win every argument we don't have to make everything a, we don't make mountains out of mohills for the sake of the good, because if we make a fight over every little thing, then then we neglect the most important things. Yes, and so uh, there's just a lot to talk about in here. And, and you know, <laughs> uh, I, I mentioned our words are important, mm-hmm. and and we do live in a day where they want to redefine everything from his. I mean, we would think male and female would be just established for well, well, thousands well, before, of years. Before we get there, I want to make it. I want something that I found interesting, and yeah. we'll, we will get to that. Yeah. So you talked about Paul confronting false teachings, okay, and and how aggressively that he would do that sometimes. Do you think Paul learned over the course of his of his ministry? Because when he was a Pharisee and persecuting Christians, he thought they were giving a false message and going against the law, right? So, yeah, wouldn't you have thought maybe he would be like, "Yeah, I made this mistake before. Maybe I'll I'll not go as aggressively." But he was so fired up about the gospel. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can read in some of his like the in his Corinthians letter. He's like, "Stop." This yeah. is what it is. Don't do this. This is what we talked about. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he was. There are certain things you got to address. Immorality in the church. Right. I mean, even Peter. Peter, you're not sure. eating with with Gentiles for some reason, and you're acting as if there's a distinction. And he called him out. And, yeah, you just and, told us about this sheet with the animals on it and all this other stuff. You know. Yeah. What, what's the deal? And even when he says, you know, be careful with. All these useless things. He, I mean, he calls out two preachers right there in, in verse seventeen, and mm-hmm. he calls them by name. 
And so it it's he's not saying nothing is worth a controversy. Right. But he's saying everything is not worthy of that. Everything's not on level nine. Yeah. There are there are all these other things that are happening that that may need attention but aren't yeah. gospel level events. Right. 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 And and so love covers some things. Right. We don't have to you know, it does in your family. I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked about that before. We don't have, I mean, our families are all different and right. there are things we disagree with. Uh, they're not worth falling out over. Right. And in the church is the same way that, that there's some things that we got to agree on. And then there's some other things we can see differently. I mean, we could talk about end times and lots of other things, right. but we, we don't need to spend all of our, we don't have to pick a fight over everything. Right. And, uh, you know, we have to be reminded of that sometimes. And mm-hmm. I think so Paul wanted Timothy to just, understand some things you got to call out right but some other things they're not that important right right so okay now get back to yeah well that first verse there which which is a little difficult i mean i wrestled with a little bit uh don't uh, fight about words uh and again I, he's talking about just not nitpicking right and, and yet i said today our culture our words are very important and uh, we, we, we've got some who want to manipulate words, and again, these pronouns, these gender-neutral pronouns, is such a, and we we just gotta avoid that stuff. What's a hot button, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, 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 and a male's a male, and a female's a female, and it's been that way since creation. And uh, but society wants the they and them and theirs, and so. And you and I were talking about before we got on here, and actually, I I texted you about something yesterday. You talk about that level nine event, right? Yeah. If if I don't agree with something that I consider sin, that doesn't mean I dislike the person doing it. Sure. Or that I even hate the person. You know, I, I don't dislike them, much less hate them. Yeah. I don't either that. Yeah. Right? It's just I might not align with what, but, but nowhere in this book ever does he tell me to hate anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, so and so I just, it just goes from level this to level nine. And it's like, no, I'm not on level anything. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, I love you. I just don't necessarily agree that this is, this is wrong. This lifestyle is wrong according to what I believe. Yeah. You're in sin. And now I'm a sinner and, and there's some sin in my life. I don't sure. like them either. Well, yeah. And I want God to help me with those. Yes. Uh, but I want to love you enough to say that that's sinful. And I, I want to, be able to talk about that in a in a gentle way, knowing that I'm a sinner, you're a sinner, mm-hmm. and and hopefully with my gentleness and that 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 God might help you to see that sure and and repent and believe and uh, yeah so we we yeah we we certainly but as as we've talked about our our society today doesn't doesn't even want to be tolerated they want to be celebrated. And as Christians, we can't celebrate sinful lifestyles. Uh, I mean, and it doesn't stop. But, but just to be clear, it's not that specific one. It's all of them, right? It's yeah. we don't want you lying to people and cheating them out of money, and and all, you know, we're gonna yeah, we're, we're not gonna support that. We're not. It's if we believe that it's wrong, then then it's wrong right. to us right. in our in our biblical worldview, and that doesn't make it any worse or any better than anything else. It's not one specific group of people that we are focusing on and concentrating on. Yeah. Because I've got sin, trust me. Sure. You know, in my life, I don't like it either. Yeah. And if you don't like me because of it, that's not 
the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. I, I, I want to love you and I want to, you know. Yeah. So there, there's this battle going on for, uh, for vocabulary, for uh, what is acceptable. Uh, I mean, we can talk about Pride Month on here a little bit and the Pride Month uses a rainbow. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Christ, the rainbow is a Christian symbol of mm-hmm. God saying, I'm not going to send a flood again. And uh, if I see rainbow, I don't, I'm not going to let another group hijack a symbol that I think is from the scriptures of a promise from God. And, uh, and I, and I know that, I mean, that'd probably offensive to somebody, but as a Christian, it's a, it's a Christian symbol. Well, I mean, I, I, listen, I I don't believe there's anything that we are going to say that's not offensive to somebody because everybody is so quick, easily offended. And I'm not picking on any specific, again, I'm not picking on any specific group, but there's people, there's, there's tons of snowflake conservative people, right? Yeah. Get their feelings hurt at every little thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's one of these things is, is tolerance and love should be in, in my opinion on anything. Oh, it should be enough. If I have a, a friend who's living with his girlfriend and they're not married, yeah, I love them. Sure. I'm going to tolerate that. But, but do I necessarily agree with it? Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, Tina and I lived together before we were married. It's probably not the smartest thing. It wasn't a great example for our kids. We look at back. Well, it was sinful things. Y- yes. And, right? Yeah. So I look back and understand why, yeah, that probably was stupid, you know, and it was something that we shouldn't have done. But, it's a, you know, it is what it is. It doesn't make it okay because right. we did it. Right, <laughs> you know it's yeah. Just, so we're all sinful. Yeah, uh, and if if I am living in some sin, I, I, I you should come to me and say, "Hey, friend, yeah, that's that's sinful." And you say you're a follower of Jesus, and I just just wanted to, you know, I want you to know that sinful. Yeah, if, and uh, I get angry quicker than I should. You can tell me that. Yeah. I don't probably need you to. I understand. You know, I know when it's happening. I, you know, yeah. and that's something that I struggle with all the time. That's not good. Yeah. And that's something that I have, you know. But yeah. if you came to me and said, hey, dude, you, you get angry really quickly. I'd be like, you're, you know, I do. Um, yeah. I, I don't like it about myself. I can't. I'm, I'm sure. trying to help it. Sure. So so the premise of the sermon on Sunday was we want to be a proved worker. Right. And uh, we got to be careful with our words and, and with our lives. I mean, he talks about uh, a clean honorable vessels we we want to be clean pure we want to be pursuing christ likeness realizing that we are sinners mm-hmm. and uh, we need god to, i mean this whole series is called grace empowered living just to acknowledge that on our own we we can't do it but but god gives us grace and christ in us allows us to guard our our lives our words our minds uh, our demeanor i mean that, that was a tough one is oh, yeah. this do it with kindness uh <clears throat> Lord servant must not quarrel. I mean that that's sharp because, again. Well, I, we just had a staff meeting where I kind of, you know, I have a hard time dealing with stuff sometimes because I'm just like I don't I, I don't understand. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and of course because I'm Neanderthalish, I want to solve things you know, with with a fist instead of with you know inst- like help you know what yeah. what is going? Why are these people doing this to each other? Doesn't make sense to me. It's like just leave each other alone. Yeah, you know. And and so just all this wrestling with, uh, you know, so we want to be bold mm-hmm. or bold. No, you're good. Uh, and courageous. <laughs> I held it in until you said that. Yeah. I was holding it in until you and said that. And courageous. <laughs> and at the same time, we want to be gentle mm-hmm. and kind. And so I can't throw out the gentle and kind and say, 
man, right. I want to give you a truth bomb. Mm-hmm. We got to balance truth and love, and uh, and so we can err, and we often do. And sometimes, you know, it's after the fact we think, man, I didn't do that with gentleness and kindness, yeah. or the opposite. I was gentle and kind. I just I didn't stand on the truth, and that right. you know, and so. Uh, these are our instructions, and therefore are good, and we understand that, and yet we blow it a lot. And uh, and and the and the purpose of it, Paul would say to Timothy, not for us, just to be reminded: if if you offend someone to a certain degree, you you you've lost that uh, that opportunity to right. to be a witness for Christ, and uh, and so you got you can like I said, you can win the argument, lose the battle. Yeah. And uh, big deal if you win the argument. Yeah, what's and, that? And someone's still on the right. on the road that leads to hell. And so it, it's a good reminder. I know, yeah. you know, Paul. I think again, he says at the end of his ministry, he learned some things. Right. And uh, and he's just pouring into Timothy and saying, you know, learn from maybe maybe my mistakes. And I'm not saying that Paul, you know, had that that kind, of, but he certainly wanted Timothy to to learn some things and and for us to to learn as well. Well, just like with the, you know my apologetics degree, we've talked about this before. You know my, my responsibility in in, a, in an apologetics degree is to have the knowledge and the experience, possibly, to defend my faith. Yeah. At all times. Yeah. That's what I want to do, right? When I when I encounter, and I don't, and it's not um, it's not a fist fight. It's yeah. just some somebody talks to me about Christianity. I want to be prepared as best that I can to explain to them. This is why I think this. When they throw something that's maybe obscure, yeah. I have. I've I've seen it before. Sure. I have an answer, but I've never really, you know, I've talked to some people who get pretty heated. Oh yeah, about, and again, it it has to do with the history of of what Christians have done prior to us, right? Yeah, we they've done some really dumb things, just like anybody else. Well, if I'm telling you I'm a Christian and I'm completely intolerant of sin, well, that means I'm intolerant of all my friends, all of my family, including myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's I, mean, I can't do that unless you. Don't see your own. Right. So that's just not going to be me. Yeah. Right. And I know, you know, so it's, it's one of those things, I'll, but, but I've never been into a situation where I've been talking to someone, even if they're a little bit heated, where they said, what do you think about this? I can go, you know, I'm not really, I don't know much about that. Yeah. Let, let me look into this. I'll come back and we'll have this discussion again. And generally they've always been like, <laughs> no one's sure. been, no one's ever said to me, no, you go to school for this. You're supposed to know everything. No, they, you know, sure. so, I mean, that's, that's a win in yeah. my opinion, because you're basically, you're not arguing and fighting and everything else. Do I believe a hundred percent with what I believe in that, what, I, that, that what I do believe is a hundred is accurate. Yes. Sure. But I'm not going to beat that into somebody else's head. Yeah. You got to do it with love and you got to do it with grace and you got to do it with, you know, if we're talking about witnessing and having conversations like we, yeah. we want to do with gospel at every home. And that, there's certain things that come up that you, you haven't studied and you're right. like, hey, let me, let me go yeah. dive into let the word on this. this. Yeah. yeah. And then this verse 15 was so important about uh, rightly handling the word of truth. Uh, and I, d- I just wanted to bring out that it, it takes work to rightly divide the word. And to understand the author's intent, to understand the culture, the context, what's going on, why why did he say this? Uh, and but it it's so important in teaching the word that we put in the work. And uh, you know, there's always the you know the everybody's busy and and uh, you know the Saturday night specials on teaching. And and I, and I would say to people, you know, if you don't have the time, then just give up the position. Because, you know, James says the stricter judgment coming upon you. Right. And, 
And so if you're going to to be a teacher of the word, and, and again, I know there's exceptions sometimes, and, and sometimes you, you might have to apologize to your class and just say, I didn't I didn't have the time this week to put in, in a, and there's some things that I'm, I'm not sure about. And Well, I'll be honest with you, and this is my class, many of my class are watching this, we're going through Acts. There's so much stuff in there. Yeah. From week to week, chapter, that's hard to yeah. prepare for the amount of stuff that's in each one of those chapters, right? I mean, there's so much stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm not making excuses. Yeah. I'm going to split these chapters open as best that I know how. I'm going to read a few commentaries, yeah. and I have some ideas of my own from studying it prior to. I'm going to give you this information. I'm going to tell you, this is this is where I land on this stuff. Yeah. But I expect my class to do a little bit of research. If sure. you think that I'm not right, or, yeah. you, you know, if you if – you, And be able to bring it back up the next week and say, you know, I studied it this week, and and, and you'd be able to say, what? Well, yeah, that's a good point because that, that, well, that might even change – yeah, what we were talking well, about I, last week. You know, I challenged him last week. I said, "Look, everything that I can figure out is Luke. Luke is a Greek, right? I I can't find otherwise. Go out this week. We've got a two week break because you know we had the outsourced service. Come back to me with yeah. with some with some evidence that you found. Find something. I would love that. You know that we could discuss that. Not that it's important. His yeah. book's still awesome. And, yeah. you know both books that he wrote are are still awesome. But as far as that goes, I didn't know. Yeah, and how did that escape me? That Luke is potentially the only Gentile author of the New Testament. That's Crazy, yeah. yeah. And so Paul, Paul really is is saying Timothy, I, I want you to be a, a master craftsman of yes. this word. Yeah. As you stand before the people, I want you to get in there and 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 study it and divide it the right way. And uh, and again, it gets more difficult every year right. because the the world is so. I mean, especially for our young people, they're seeing it. They're seeing things that are so countercultural, and uh, I mean that's going to be the battle. I think the church and you know we're going to have in the future generations is they've just seen so much that is contrary to the scriptures, and and sometimes because they see it, they they assume well that's just the way it is, and yet the the scriptures is calling us to purity, marriage between a man and a woman. I mean on and on the scriptures is saying that this is this is for your good, and this is God's design. And to cut it straight means that we're going to fly in the face of culture, mm-hmm. and uh, and that makes it hard. And we we sometimes, uh, if we're trying to get man's approval instead of God's approval, we distort it sometimes, yep. and we we kind of soften it. And uh, I mean, we want to do it with grace, but but we don't want to soften God's word. Or and uh, again, we don't we're not trying to f- have a conversation with the world and find common ground. We're we're to cut it straight, and uh, we we have to. Make sure that we know that God is is the one that we stand before, and uh, and just cut it straight. And that that's a challenge. Is it odd for you? It is for me. I'm going to go ahead and say that ahead of time. Is it odd for you to see churches who somewhat, and not to pick on any particular church, but but bow to a cultural norm as opposed to the biblical norm? That that's not going to be popular when the Bible tells us so many times how unpopular Christianity is going to be. Yeah. It's weird, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, hey, it says right in here. This is you're going to make decisions. You're going to have to. You're going to have to make decisions and make stands yeah. that are not going to be popular. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, you know, I was just thinking about for for next time in chapter three. It says in in latter days, it's going to get worse, right. and so we really shouldn't be that surprised right. that things are going in such a crazy direction because the Bible says it's going to happen. Well, and, I mean, uh, not that. We just sit by and let it do that, and not proclaim the truth. But uh, so we when, should expect it. So when Rome separated, right? 
when, when we talk about history and thinking about history, and I, I've we've had these conversations in, in Sunday school class before now and, and still having them. Rome was bad. True. You, you know what I mean? There was just acceptance of everything, and there yeah. was all of this stuff, and people are people are doing things to, to, to even by today's standards, we'd be like, what? What, is, yeah. what do you mean there's a bathhouse with this going on? You know? But that history is repeating itself to where Rome fell and didn't even realize because they were so self-absorbed with all of the things that they had going on. They split yeah. into, yeah. They they got beat by a bunch of barbarian guys that looked, looked like me, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. with beards and you know and probably tattoos and you know and everything else. And they're running through there, and they and they didn't even realize that they had fallen until it was they're separating too late. Yeah. I mean, that's the, you know, I mean, I can see the path of, of what we've got. You know, history repeats itself. Well, they say a thousand times a day or something. It's yeah. going to do it again. Yeah. You know. And the moral and sexual revolution around us is, I mean, it's on a, it's on a fast track. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we want to proclaim the truth, do it with love, not water it down. Uh, you know, I mentioned last week what the article come out about the evangelical Lutheran Church mm -hmm. Ordaining the first transgender. I, I've got Lutheran friends, mm -hmm. uh, so I'm not trying to be. I mean, we got our own issues in the Southern Baptist Convention, mm -hmm. uh, but we, we got to call it like it is and say yeah. that that's not that doesn't align with the Bible. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're a church, you ought to have some convictions and stand on those. And the culture can't dictate those. If they do, then you're really not a church anymore. You're just a, another club in the world. Right. And um, I get it that, you know, I guess some, some mainline denominations look around and see everything else going on and say, well, we got to accept that and that and that and that and that. And, well, you're, you're not accepting the Word of God. Right. And so d decide yeah. if you're going to be a true church. And uh, <clears throat> that stuff, I mean, again, it's it, you're flying in the face of what is popular in culture right now, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and that culture stuff. It, I mean, it talks about spreading like gangrene. I mean, it it does. And uh, the one thing I would like to say about that is that don't assume that because I believe in Jesus Christ and the Bible that I hate you. Sure, that's yeah. silly. I don't. <laughs> no, I might think you're a terrible person because you're a terrible person, not because of yeah your sexual orientation or your color of your skin or any other kind of thing right well, i mean know, jesus, i love you just love people jesus love people i mean yeah. the, the woman at the well i mean we've talked about her and her i mean she got issues yeah uh i mean from racial issues to gender issues to these five marriages living with a man i mean and so jesus doesn't write her off right he loves her he's gonna give her the yeah. truth he's gonna show her where true satisfaction she should come and we want to do the same to people and uh yeah so and do it with with kindness and gentleness, and speak the truth in love. And yep. and uh, Lord willing, he he could bring someone to the the knowledge of the truth. Mm -hmm. and, exactly. Uh, exactly. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot in there. Yeah, it 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 is a lot in there. And uh, we just kind of scratched the surface a little bit today, but but uh, I think that you know, rightly dividing the word is important. Being a clean vessel is important. Having the right motive to please God and in the salvation of the lost, th those were kind of the 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 big things. Yeah. I think yeah. uh, guarding our mind, guarding our words, uh, all those are come into play if, if we want to be used by God.
So. Well, that's a, you know, Paul, Paul's a big about, you know, guarding your mind or, re, re, you know, renewing your mind. And, yeah. and, and he is a, uh, understands what it means to, yeah, to get your mind and your, and your body in sync with what the Holy Spirit has planned for you. And it's pretty, you know, yeah, he's, you know, he, he does a good job of that. And, and uh, I think that's one of those things too, is, is a lot of this stuff just, you know, renew your mind. Yeah, and getting the word. Think on things and, and, that are yeah. true, and yeah, there's so many false and question goods. stuff, right? Yeah, and that's important. Test Use all reason. Things. Heck yeah, yeah. Test all things. Hold, yeah. hold fast to what's good, and get rid of the rest. If anybody yeah. needs to uh, know what the proper relationship between faith and reason are, I would be your man because uh, I just got done Let him know. writing a bunch of papers about that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, I'm not, I'm, I got good grades, so I guess I was right or somewhat right. Well, they had a lot of grace. They did. Well, I promise probably, you that. Yeah. Probably a lot of both. Then. Yeah. <laughs> probably a lot of both. Absolutely. Hey, this uh, this Sunday, Brother Jonathan is going to preach for us, and I'm so excited for him. He's he's excited. He's going to talk about Elijah, mm-hmm. and so excited about that. We got Bible school going on this week. Uh, you still got an opportunity to bring your kids. Uh, they'll go through Thursday night, and uh, hey, this will air right at Bible school time. Yep, this one will. Good, uh, good attendance for Bible school, and uh, we're even going to go do some visiting Wednesday night for maybe uh, people who drop their kids off and want to, you know, go knock on a few doors. That'd be awesome. They're there. That's so. coming Wednesday night. Yes, sir. June 9th. Yep. Be good, man. There was a bunch of kids here last night. I was I looked at the pictures there. They posted on Facebook. I was like, man, that's a bunch. Yeah. Busted pretty close to the top. Yeah. Attendance ever. And we had a lot of visitors here Sunday. Or yeah, we did. A lot of people. I didn't. I didn't. Know. We did. I, I don't, uh, you, you know, when we was visiting last week, uh, several people kind of indicated, I, I might would come to an outside service. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to go inside with some of you guys. But, <laughs> seen, but, I've seen your worship pastor. I'm not going inside anywhere. That guy's out. <laughs> they wouldn't say that. Would no, I don't think so. They can call me Danny Boy Skinny Pants, though, now. If his brother Michael Take and Shake has cracked that open so he did yeah he did i like that he's a good guy dude i really like him he and he likes to joke around so he's gonna be yeah he's gonna be good he'll be good i've given him enough money over the course of the years without knowing it yeah because i can't not eat steak and chip i go to dick's or some place over there like target i gotta eat that stuff. i love it so much good we had we had that for lunch today mm, the french fries are good the yeah. shakes yeah anyway I ate the burger before I even knew there was any toppings for the burger. He ate that burger before the rest of us got ours out of the <laughs> paper. And he's like, well, I can't put any. Yeah, well, I had a sliver left when I figured out there was other, other like, dressings. Yeah. You know, when there was lettuce and the tomato and the pickle. Already gone. Yeah. Already had just a sliver of burger. It's so good. Watch that waistline, buddy. I'm going to go around here in a little bit. You want to pray for us? I'll do it. <laughs> Lord, just thank you so much for this opportunity to just, again, to discuss your word with, with each other and, and with the people who are listening or are going to come across this. Lord, we thank you uh, for the ability to look into your word as we have uh, this world that we're facing and, and these things happening, Lord, that we can just look in here and go, even even then, they were writing instructions and you had had instructions done so that we would know how to deal with the things that we come in contact with and we thank you for that lord we thank you for the attendance this sunday and and for the visitors and for all the kids running around church this week Lord, we have so much going on uh after you know after all of the things that the pandemic brought we just are so happy to see a lot of those things and thank you for all the involvement of this church and getting involved in this community and and uh, people just being excited about doing that again we thank you and lord just continue to bless us and uh, help us to do things that are going to glorify you it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.